0: Welcome to Arbitrary Advice. Here is your host, B. Hey guys, and welcome back to Arbitrary Advice. It's your girl, B. This week, we have TL Overhue on to talk about some exciting things that he has going on. And I'm just going to shut up and insert our conversation
1: now. All right. Well, thank you for having me on again, Brittany. Thanks for coming on again. Oh no, I love I I love every I love my Sundays. I mean, just the end of the day with this. So it's grateful to be on again. Um we were talking for quite some time about me being on again, and then like there's a whole bunch of shit that like recently happened. All good shit. Um, but that's what we talked about, kinda of had me on and like talk about all that new development. Yeah. Um, because who doesn't love content? Right. The content is king. <laughs> the content is king. All right. So how would you like to start? I mean, there's um, there's like a million things to talk about.
0: Just start with whatever comes to mind first. Maybe the boxhead book stuff
1: or oh, yeah, perfect. Um, so boxhead books, I've kind of took a break on that file. I don't know if you I don't know if anyone watching remembers me or me, but like I kind of like wasn't posting content for a good amount of time. Um, I was focusing on other things, but then I'm like, you know what, let's hit this home and actually like make this try to make this something. So I have cool news. I have had I've have two, I will say three, the thirds unofficial, but I have three authors I am working with. I have published two books that are not my own. Um, and they are in very good um the first one was by declan walker you can follow him on instagram at declan skywalker um he wrote a short poetry book that is just it defines explanation defies explanation like it's like psychedelic it's scientific it's philosophical it's it sounds awesome it's this crazy shit that like you you read a poem and you have to like sit back for a minute to process it. And that's like, this is how smart this guy is. Cause the book's only 66 pages. Oh, I'm definitely gonna get it. Oh, I appreciate that. It's, it's only amazing. 66 pages. And it's like, you're, it takes like hours to read. Cause you're just like, and that's not at all an insult. I mean, it's, it's, there's like a beauty in thinking, like, what is he saying? And then like, As you figure it out, it just, like, boosts your mood. And also, you feel smarter for, like, coming to a conclusion. And that's what I used to love about college because I I was an English major. And, like, even if I didn't give a shit about what we were reading, I cared about the discussions. Because if you have a class of 12 people, you have 12 different opinions on what this (laughs) means. And you can't know for sure because you're not asking the author. And I kind of have a idea about I, I think sometimes the author could be wrong. I think it's possible the author doesn't have the right. Like if the author explains what the writing means, that could be wrong. I'm like I'm gonna be honest. I, that sounds really hipster if those are even a thing anymore. I don't have you seen any lately. I don't really you don't really see hipsters anymore. Not really. No, no, right. Anyway, that's off topic. But uh, Declan Walker writes, "It's conversations with the universe," uh, which also the title itself is like. I want to read that. Like I don't even like poetry. I like this poetry book. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Um, the ebook is available on www.boxedbooks. You can also get it at Barnes and Noble, um, and I believe it's on Amazon. Um, if you follow me at Boxed Books on Instagram. I have a link tree, which thank you, because I didn't know that was a thing until I saw yours. <laughs> so I appreciate that, B. Um, mm-hmm. In the box tree, you'll have the links to the other bookstores, um, various works. Like I have books that are not published by me. Like I'm a self-published author and my first book, Twist and Shout, which is why I was here the first time. Yeah. Um that is not published by me. I I still have like I have a box of them and I'm selling those on my website too. Those are not a box of books creation. So Still
0: 10 out of 10 recommend.
1: <laughs> thank, thank you very much. I actually appreciate that. Cuz I just well going with a I made box of books and this, this is a big reason I wanted to talk to because I kind of wanted to get my message out there. Yeah. I made box of books because it One, it is very difficult to get published by a traditional publisher. There's some like politics to it. There's some like, there's also a really long wait time. Some publishers who are legit will have, you. they won't take unsolicited. So that means you only publish them if they ask you. It's like, well, how the hell do they ask you if they don't know who you are? So you got to get an agent. Oh. And if an agent isn't like 120% convinced by your query letter or your first 10 pages or your whole manuscript, they don't like, cause they only get paid when the publisher accepts it. So if they are a little iffy about your work, they're not going to take it. Mm-hmm. So to what ha- it's a recent kind of development. I wouldn't say recent, but Maybe 10, it's an internet thing. So 10, 20 years, um, hybrid publishers, which offer, they basically say, we'll publish your book for price. And the thing is, I'm not going to use the word scam because (laughs) I want to, but I have to be actually like, I have to be intelligent about it. I feel like they are trying Hybrid mm-hmm. publishers, I've worked with two in the past. I'm not going to say names. Um, they are trying. They actually want you to succeed.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But there's not really a lot of motivation because they got your money.
0: Mm-hmm. You know I mean see. The majority
1: of their profits come from you paying them. So their marketing isn't as well-developed. And not to mention, even if it was... Let's say you spent $1,200 on – because there's different packages in some of these companies. And they're very, they're very enticing because if you're getting impatient like I was twice, you, you go with them and you, you fork yeah. over the money. And, but let's say the package caught – there's different tiers. But let's say that you, you spent 1200 bucks. Mm-hmm. How many books do you need to sell to not even make a profit but break even? I mean, some books are like ten dollars, and of course, most of these hybrid publishers don't pay hundred percent royalties because yeah. no one does that. Right. <laughs> so, think of like any struggling authors out there. I know it's I know it's like that. It's that forbidden fruit because you can say you're a published author, but you're not going to see a dime from your books. Uh, um. The company I went with last time, I still haven't seen a cent. And mm-hmm. I've sold like 40 copies. Wow. Because you have to meet a threshold, of course. Oh. Before they send your check. And again, with they don't really market it. So how am I gonna get more sales? Like I'll get like two sales every like few months. And so I have to reach eighty dollars to get that. I actually have made money off Twist and Shout. Mm-hmm um how what i did i literally filled up when it was well actually it is nice out now i don't know how virginia is um but in chicago it's 50 degrees right now so i might start doing this in the summer again i just filled a backpack with books and just went door to door and i made like 70 bucks doing that that's pretty good (laughs) yeah no i mean that that was i mean it didn't like it went toward like pizza and beer which is a necessity (laughs) in life for sure I mean, it's like I'm, I'm, yeah. I mean, it's you, you. I would have spent my other seventy bucks on that anyways. So this way, it's it's kind of like free pizza and beer, right? Exactly, exactly. So I feel like
0: yeah. that's why your company's really good, though, because I feel like you do a lot of like marketing for the few authors that you oh, have
1: published. Like you. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. Um, yeah. and like because I made boxed books to help out young authors like i'm like i'll I'll put it right here like i'm not trying to sound like i'm a con artist but i will publish pretty much anything someone sends me because i believe i have created kind of like a little like first step yeah like i told my three i guess i could call them clients i'm like if you can get published somewhere else in the future by all means yeah I hope my company can help you get that because like, I'm, I'm not even a teacher. I'm a paraprofessional. So my income is complete trash. Uh, so like I put a lot of my own money into box and books. Yeah. It's like your big passion, right? Yeah. But I mean, granted, my salary is garbage, so I can't put that much money and Boxhead Books makes enough money for my groceries. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, But, I mean, that's more of a content thing. I mean, we've only been around for a year. Yeah. Um, so, like, we talked about your sister even, who is seems to show very creative outlets. Yeah. And, I mean, since we're such good friends, I mean, I wouldn't even take any of her profit. I would just give her 100%. Yeah, that's so nice. So if she's listening, like in the back of the house, I don't know. I can't. You have the filter on the Zoom call. So if she's like in the off in the distance somewhere, let her know that. Like I'm I'm waiting.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'll tell her. I'll tell her.
1: (laughs) I'll I'll cover everything, but um, yeah. I mean, I just I just want to help out and kind of help shy away from the whole. I'm going to give twelve hundred bucks of my money. To some company and not see a dime from it but I get the I get the title like you're you paying for a title I mean yeah it's it's almost like a college major that has no say in the real world yeah like you had this piece of paper that says you're a genius but well, what do you but do with you're, it? but you're making my sandwich at subway yeah <laughs> which no no hate to subway artist um are right. you know when I need you in my life yeah. But I mean, you, you don't need to go to college for that. And the fact that you got roped in, I'm going to like go on like a three hour rant about college. So we're going to, I'm going to change the topic. Okay. (laughs) Back to the people I'm working with. So Declan Walker, Conversations with the Universe. The ebook is available on Boxhead Books, Barnes and Noble, and Amazon, and probably a few other places. Just check out the link tree. Um, The physical copy is there's been some developmental errors on a few different ends. Some of them mine. Um, I'm just kind of starting out and some of the distributor. So we're working with that. That will be on the website. Give it time. Um, And then we also have a nonfiction. It's actually a mix of a recipe book along with nutrition advice. It's amino acids, a practical guide by Anthony Um That is actually, that's a very interesting book. And he basically details what you should be eating and to meet your like genetic potential. I mean. it's
0: really interesting and really oh, smart.
1: No, I me. mean, I, it really is. I mean, he knows the stuff. I mean, the man used to be like a godly bodybuilder in his mm. prime. I mean, still like I go to the gym with him almost every day. And I mean, like, no one's looking at me. <laughs> you know what I mean? This, this guy's a monster, and he knows what he's doing, and he knows what he's talking about. Um, is, is
0: he that – did you post a picture with him at one
1: point? No, that was Matt Maynooth, Um oh. but they know each other. They're friends. Oh, okay. Matt Maynooth is like a, an Olympic – like he holds the world record for bench press. Oh, wow. Yeah, and it's like – I'm like – he's like – it's funny because he's – Probably as wide as I am tall, and he's like the nicest, least intimidating man on the planet. That's awesome! <laughs> yeah, he actually has Tourette's too. Oh, really? Yeah, I know. So, we kind of bonded over that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but Amino Acids Practical Guide the ebook is available on Boxed Books. The paperback just got onto a few other stores. Okay, um, I still have to. Use my printing service to get the physical copies on boxed books. Uh, the ebook is available based in the same places as Declan Walker's book. Um, it's if you if you feel that your health you could be healthier, like if you're if you have fatigue at like three p.m. If you me <laughs> <laughs> well, this would be excellent. I mean, and also he like I said, he has recipes too. So and they're easy to follow. They're not like Put it this way: If you're like a, a lot, like I love cooking. If you want to make like this, like crazy, like healthy, um, like unknown, hard to make dish, you got to go to like seven different stores. Yeah, because so I mean, cool. like you're. Do you, do you have Aldi in Virginia? We do, yeah. Okay, yeah. If like your Aldi, Aldi doesn't carry everything, and then like in Cook County, in Illinois, like the, the jewel is what everyone calls it. Mm-hmm. Jualasco, i mean they don't have everything um like maybe mariano's whole foods might but then you're basically cutting off your arm and your leg to get a bottle of sauce so these recipes are really easy to follow and they're yeah. also good like i've made some and i'm like i can actually live off these diets yeah i'll have to and check it out that sounds cool Thank you, and it's funny because Tony has like no like culinary experience, and it's like, how did you come up with these? Which <laughs> thing, I just mean, like that just goes to... to show anyone can cook ratatouille. Uh, hey, yeah, it's a very important life lesson. It's a great um, movie. <laughs> I don't know, it really is. And then uh, the book I'm working on now, um, by Carl Mickelson. Um, you can follow him at Carl Mickison author, I believe. Actually Let me I don't want to get that wrong because I want to promote I want to promote him. So let me just look on my Instagram real quick.
0: Make sure to go follow everyone.
1: Oh yeah, thank you. Yeah, and I'll I'll send you their um uh their handles. Okay. So you can put them in the description. Cool. Yeah, no, it's uh let's see. Uh, so you can follow Carl Mickelson at C M Michaels author. That one's kind of I'll I'll probably you probably have to click on that the link, but Carl made. I mean, like I I call I call him the next Tom Clancy, and he's like, "You're going to give me a complex." So he wrote a military thriller. Oh, wow. That, I mean, just reading it, I mean, just remembering his action sequences are like you're watching a movie. I mean, I like, I, you know, if you're reading, you, I mean, at least I do. I assume other people do too. When you're reading, you kind of make a little movie in your head. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, like that's, it's like writing an action scene is incredibly difficult.
0: Yeah.
1: Because it's like, For example, like Jason Bourne, the Jason Bourne movies, those -hmm. are books. Yeah. Those are based on a series of books. And there was a comedian, I I forgot who said it, but it was like, in the Bourne supremacy, when Jason Bourne takes the book, puts it to the guy's neck, and then punches the book, which amplifies the force and breaks the guy's wimp. He's like, how did he write that in a book? So then Jason took the book and put it against the guy's head and punched it. Like that sounds stupid. Yeah. But like, I I haven't read the Jason Bourne books, so I can't really continue making this joke. But Carl writes action in a way that is just so like, like I I like, I'm a pretty in shape guy and I was sweating. Like yeah, I was like Jesus, like, and I mean like. It's not for the faint of heart, but I mean, I highly recommend everyone read that. That is
0: definitely have a friend that would love that. I'll definitely tell her about it.
1: Okay, that is awesome. Um, that's currently in the editing editing phase,
0: yeah. Um, I just ready, finished
1: right? it. Like I said, I will publish pretty much anything you send me as long as it's not like I feel like everything not... if it's, if book it's book. not Nazi propaganda, I'll, I'll I'll publish it. Um, that's good, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was just like you feel that he is, unfortunately, you kind of have to say that today.
0: Yeah, yeah, you got to have all those <laughs> disclaimers in there. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> um, that is in the editing phase, so that will be ready soon. And um, what saves me a pain in the ass is that, like, he has someone doing this cover for him. So that saves me a few yeah, bucks awesome. in time. Um, I'm very, and also, not to spoil it, but it, there is definitely room for a sequel. Okay, that is called Phantom, and which is just a cool name. And that kind of like, all right, that's gonna be uh, that's gonna be an interesting book, yeah. That Uh, sounds really awesome. awesome. I'll keep my eyes out for that, yeah. It's pretty intense, so um, yeah, I mean, that's kind of what's the most recent stuff in my life with Boxhead books. Uh, I'm excited to take it elsewhere. Um, another thing, um, about myself. Is that I, you read those short story collections, I believe, correct?
0: Um, the... Uh,
1: like the shadow, the really long titles with the shadow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wrote another nine that I didn't self-publish. So in total, I have a collection of 27 horror stories. Oh. And some are less, like some really aren't even that scary. There's just kind of a mix of, some are just more depressing. <laughs> I thought they were um, good. Thank you. Well, I compiled all twenty-seven into a book, and unfortunately, um that is unable to be traditionally published <laughs> oh. because I not only did I self-publish eighteen out of the twenty-seven. There's some stories out on the internet for free, so I'm a little I'm a little sore about that. Yeah. But I understand. So the Total collection. Um, I'm going when this is this is currently being edited by um, another author okay. who traditionally published, and it's. I met her on Fiverr, which is what I use a lot. Um, help little guys out. Um, she does an amazing job, so I'm looking back. I'm looking forward to seeing her feedback and her editing skills. Um, and I'm just going to self-publish that under Boxed Books. Um, okay. I own a publishing company, so. It's really not that big of a deal if I self-publish. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. Um, when that's ready, I'm probably going to take the shorter collections on Boxhead Books, Amazon, Barnes & Noble. I'm probably going to remove those.
0: Okay.
1: Um, Because those are like 99 cents, and I'll yeah, probably okay. charge like $8 for my bigger that's collection. Total, but, yeah. That makes um, sense. Yeah. I'm also, I'm going to put... um. I I like to follow a lot of uh, self-publishers on YouTube and stuff. I listen to their advice. And the thing about self-publishing is that you have to put a lot of your own money into it, but you get 100% of the profits. Yeah. So it's like you kind of have to weigh the costs. And again, it's kind of like the whole like college thing. It's like if you're traditionally published, you kind of have that title. Yeah. But maybe you don't want a title. Maybe some people don't really like I don't really want to be famous. Like I want to like I want to make a lot of money, but I don't I want to I don't want, I don't want to be recognized when I'm walking down the street.
0: Yeah, you don't need paparazzi following you. No, no, no. no. Yeah, like
1: you know? I was like I was almost an actor. Really? Like I had a contract? What? That's amazing. Yeah. Like, Okay, we'll, we'll get into that. So, um, okay, <laughs> for a good amount of time, I well, I, I love film like movies, like, I'm a huge film junkie, yeah. Um, yeah. and I thought acting would be kind of a fun thing to do. Um, I kind of did like some like little like projects in community college,
0: yeah. And I was like,
1: okay, that's that's actually like I enjoy doing this, so I went to a few um extras things and I, I got a, I had auditions and I was actually on TV. Oh, um, what that's awesome, yeah. The well, like, I was, I didn't have a speaking role, it's I was an extra. I just walked in. I just walked across the stage texting and carrying a skateboard. Hey,
0: that's um, still more like
1: yeah. That is, um, Chicago Med, um, season two, episode seven, inherent bias. I think that's what it is. You can check that out later, but it's like, yeah, I just, I just walked across the stage. Um, and I wanted to get a little bit more like into that because I mean, I got paid for that and I actually yeah. got a. They, I was the same height as like one of the main characters. Oh, really? Like Chicago Med, I don't know if you watch it, there's like every episode's a different case, kind of like one of those shows, like every oh. show out there is like every yeah, episode yeah. like a different thing. Um, the guy who was like getting treated. He had like this like brain Paris. I I don't really remember, but he was like, he owned a tech company Uh and they're walking through the studio and like all the actors are like planning it out and they're like, you're like the same height as him. So like they had to like set up how to walk through the studio as they film and they used me to like track his movements. It's kind of hard to I was kind of like a stunt double, but there was no stunts. Yeah. That's my yeah, I know it it was really fun and like a lot of people were jealous, and that just made my asshole ego even bigger. Even more. (laughs) yeah. yeah. But actually, I was offered a contract um by a uh this is okay, so like for the trigger warning, this is gonna get a little extreme.
0: Okay.
1: Um, so just because I mean this is just a fun top. And it's, it's, it was scary back then, but now I laugh about it. Yeah. Um. This guy, he went by Ryan L.A., which is not a real name. Yeah. Um, and there's actually, if you're aware of what someone with the last name L.A. usually does for a living, you probably know where the story is going.
0: Okay, yeah. And I'll get
1: into that. Um, so he offered me a contract, and I'm like, yeah, sure. No, like, like, let's – so we met at a Starbucks – um, that served wine, which is already a very bizarre. Never heard of that. Yeah, that's that's already bizarre. Yeah. Um, and we're sitting there, and he had this this other guy who, like, I like, I'm I'm straight, but this man was beautiful. <laughs> that's awesome. And like, he's just sitting there in the distance, and like, and I, I kind of wonder if this was planned because a random girl gave him her number. And, like, I'm, like, I don't really know he if I'm, like, conspiracy-minded, but I kind of wondered if that was planned. <laughs> um, but Ryan's, like, detailing the contract. Like, yes, this um, opens the door for, like, for like one of his uh, clients. Like, he was, like, yeah. going to be in a John Lennon pick. And, again, trigger warning. He just goes, um, well, to get into acting, you're going to have to fuck a lot of people. Oh. It's like, <laughs> Women and men. So oh, lovely. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know if I want to. And like back then, I like I was a virgin back then too. So like mm. I didn't want to lose my V card To some to get... like sweaty, like Harvey Weinstein looking dude, oh. let alone a dude to begin with. <laughs> and like I'm like, I'm like sweating. Like I'm like, I'm like also this guy's like seven feet tall.
0: Oh yeah. So like, if this genuine. man
1: wanted to rate me, he could.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I'd be powerless. Like, like I not. wasn't
1: like a lifter back then. Like I was like pretty scrawny. Yeah. Um and he's just going, he's like, well, but you know, you might like it. And I'm like, I don't think I will. Yeah, no. And then he's like, he's like trying to sell me. He's like, well, I'm like, I'm I I, I only like girls. Like I, I don't know what to tell you, buddy. Yeah. He's like, well, here's uh here's one of our models. Uh he he was straight and then we ended up dating and then he got a Tesla and like he showed like he had a Tesla. Yeah. I don't know. Like, does he have a soul intact? I mean, like, like, I mean, if he was straight, yeah. did he want to like, I, honestly, good for him for earning the Tesla. Cause I, I, I wouldn't be able to earn the Tesla.
0: Right. He had his,
1: he has priorities elsewhere.
0: Yeah, like Tesla was at the top for some
1: reason. Yeah, and it's like yes. all right, like you, you paid the toll. Uh, yeah, you, you got you got. Congrats! Um, but after that, I'm like, I am never going to another audition again. Yeah, that would that would have scared me away too. Although I will say, I don't, I don't know how, I don't know. Maybe I'm reaching here, but a little bit after I rejected that contract. Tom Holland was signed on for Spider-Man. No. Oh. I I just well, wonder if I could have been Spider-Man. I could have known Spider-Man. Yeah, I know. Like, I'm a little salty about that. But, I mean, what's like, what did Tom Holland have to do to be Good Spider-Man? Point. Yeah, and, I mean, point. like, yeah, it's like, does like does, does he cry every night? I mean, like, I like he he, put it this way. He can afford therapy. But does he have to use it? Right. That's an yeah, I mean, like, we all know like there's some horrible shit going on with Hollywood. Yeah. Um but anyway that was a really off topic rant about how I could have been Spider-Man. Yeah. Or I also would have died inside.
0: Yeah. I think I think you <laughs> chose the right path here.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'd rather like that's why I don't even really go like on like future books I write I don't even Go by Tyler Overhue. I like, I understand TLL TL Overhue isn't much different. I mean, my middle name is Lawrence, so my initials are TL. Yeah. Um, but as someone who wants to, I do work in a middle school and I intend to work in a high school. Uh, I actually start student teaching in August. That's awesome. Um, as someone who's going to be like a community figure. I don't really want the press. And like, I'm not even saying I'm good enough to get press. Yeah. But I don't want to miss that. Like, I, like, I'm going to teach, I want to teach for like 10 years and just save and invest and like retire at like 50. I don't know how accurate that's going to be, but.
0: Yeah. That's the dream.
1: I know. Right. I know. I did get out of that GameStop stuff, so I'm dead free now. But
0: <laughs>
1: oh, <that's good>. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> feel kind of bad, but also I don't. But anyway, um, so the I'm just gonna title back to the short story collection. Um, that's just that's gonna have a less extravagant title. It's just the shadow dies loudly. Twenty seven tales. Okay. Um, that is the title I'm going with. It's I'm going to pretty spend a decent amount on like cover and formatting and making a legitimate book. Um, mm-hmm. The books I sent you, the, the collections that you read, mm-hmm. um, the eBooks, like those aren't really properly formatted. That's basically a Google. I mean, it's literally a PDF I'm selling. Um, I'm not like, well, keep, keep in mind my company's not there yet, but yeah. <laughs> like, I intend to like get software to actually make this where you can read on your Kindle or something. Yeah. Um. But like, it's you're basically reading a Microsoft Word page. So once this book is actually turned into like something you find on shelves, yeah. Um. I'm going to get rid of those two collections.
0: Makes sense.
1: So if anyone's interested, you can buy those. A box of books. They're ninety nine right, cents yeah. for a PDF. Yeah. I gotta. I gotta. I gotta drop them. You I know really what I mean? Like, it. They're not going to be on the website forever.
0: Gotta go get it now.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And some are very hard to read. So
0: I think that everything I've read from you is really good.
1: And I'm excited I, to I check out. I appreciate that, Brittany. Yeah. The, the viewers can't see it, I'm making a little hard with my
0: hands. Hey. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, also, I am working on my first full-length novel. Oh, really? And there's a there is quite a story behind that. Um, so The novel I'm working on on now is in the first few sentences, the main character dies. Oh, good. And the entire story is his journey into the afterlife. That's cool. But there he meets and falls in love with this being in this, like, new realm, and he learns all about, like, the fundamentals of, of, like, reality and all these, like, big questions, and it's fun to write but he meets and falls in love with this being called the spider queen. And the top half of her is like the top half of a woman. And the bottom half is like a giant spider body. And so him falling in love with that, but it's like, you're probably wondering like, how the fuck did you think of that? Which I am not endorsing and. For the record, I am joking. This next few sentences are complete satire. I did not actually do this. Yeah. For legal reasons. That entire story is based off a mushroom trip. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, I
0: thought it was because you were almost Spider Man, but I mean. No,
1: yeah. no, no. I, I um, allegedly took a bunch of psychedelic mushrooms and buried myself under blankets, and I had a vision of the afterlife, and I, like, had a relationship with this demon, and I, after the trip ended, I generally felt heartbroken. That's sad. Yeah, it is. It's, like, I'm, like, but also, like, it was a toxic relationship, I'm gonna be honest. Oh. Like, no, no, like, she, like, at the end of it, like, she was like, you can stay here forever with me. And I'm like, no, I kind of want to go back to my, like, real world. Yeah. And then, like, she, like, trans... She was, like, she was a beautiful woman, allegedly in this trip. That didn't right. happen. Um, she was, like, a beautiful woman with a spider body. And then she transformed in this, like, haggard, like, weird-looking spider demon. And I'm like, yeah, like, it wasn't... I mean, I learned a lot about myself. Like, That's scary. I'm not gonna get into what I think the spider queen represents in my subconscious because yeah, I got a lot of demons. Um, who doesn't got out to bad childhood? <laughs> uh, but like that was a allegedly a very intense experience that didn't really happen. <laughs> So, if you are interested in reading about how um, that book's going to be, just keep being patient, and I'm sure I'll be on again to promote it.
0: Yeah, for sure. (laughs) I saw you posted something about your email
1: subscribers. Yes, that actually just happened a little bit ago. So, um. If anyone follows me, I add a uh, box and books or at Tai Sci Fi, which is more of like a personal but a public personal. Yeah. I also have my private personal that is going to stay private, and I'm not going to accept any new friends. So yeah, that's what that's, I do too. Yeah, that's used for DMs only. Um, but Tai uh, Tai Sci Fi and Boxed Books, both I on both accounts, I published a or posted a. Um, I was doing a two series on Boxhead Books blog and vocal.media, which is basically just a blog website. Mm-hmm. And I just wasn't getting any traffic oh, for really? vocal. So literally like half an hour ago, cause you just saw this now. Yeah. Um, I've decided to retire my vocal account. Okay. Um, but I mean, I did have a lot of fun writing those two series. Yeah. Um, the Ballad of Mr. Nobody is a supernatural vigilante story. And it gets pretty gory and it's just kind of fun to write. <laughs> and then the other one is Empire of Dirt. That is an epic sci-fi series that's going to span like thousands of years. That's so awesome. don't get too used to a lot of the main characters. Um, but <laughs> Empire of Dirt was an exclusive on Vocal, like I didn't mm-hmm. publish it on Boxhead Books. On Boxhead Books, I published the about of Mr. Nobody, which got more views on Boxhead than Vocal, but I haven't really published it in a while, just being kind of busy. Yeah. Loggers aren't immune to the bullshit of life. Uh, <laughs> um, but anyway, I, I still wanted to continue Empire Dirt because I had such fun writing it and it's kind of out of my wheelhouse, like I, like to I personally like to stick to more brooding and like slower paced horror or pseudo-horror or is yeah. kind of like outside the box thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, and Empire of Dirt is kind of like a dumb fun action movie that you would see at the movies. If the ballad of Mr. Nobody is some like dark art house theater movie, Empire of Dirt is Transformers. Nothing wrong with that. I mean, Transformers movies are fun, but it is something outside of my um, wheelhouse. Um, It's fun to write. Um, It's fun setting up what I have planned for that story. Um, And I don't know if you read the entire post, but I'm just going to say it here too. When you (laughs) subscribe uh, your email to Boxhead Books, uh, bi-weekly you will receive stories. I'm going to restart with number one. i'm gonna start that tomorrow so subscribe but also i don't want new subscribers to start in the middle so i will be posting later significantly later the stories um the chapters in sequence on my blog um and also i read to my website so it's it's easier to navigate um so yeah um i hope i i think it looks a lot better um um the blog is separate it's not like a mess it's more organized the shop yeah. is more organized um but it's anyway awesome. yeah just looking for new content so anyone listening if you want to get on the road to be published um i can't promise the beach house in tahiti <laughs> uh but i can i can promise you a published book i am a legit publisher i am certified with the state of illinois that's Which I wish I didn't live in sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Too it cold. was negative twenty the past few weeks. Now yes. it's I'm happy it's fifty.
0: <laughs> yeah, it could not. It could not be me.
1: <laughs> You're in Virginia. You're lucky. Yeah. I, don't know. I know. I was in North Carolina a couple of years ago, and I intend to go back. That's a, I, the East Coast. East Coast is better than West Coast. I'm, I'm taking a stance. Represent. Represent. yeah i hate california um i've been there to promote twist and shout and it just la just smells like piss
0: oh i'm
1: sure there i'm okay but it's a giant state i'm sure there's beautiful areas my my buddy one of my best friends since childhood moved there
0: yeah
1: i'm sure he lives in a nice area oh yeah for sure but la smells like piss
0: Good to know because I've always thought like I don't know I've never been there so I've only seen it in like movies and stuff and of course they
1: like yeah they they, it. they they extravagate it I mean yeah yeah for sure like I I like small cities like Chicago's nice to visit I'm 20 minutes from Chicago yeah Chicago is a fun place but when you don't live like if you don't have a hotel there. Mm-hmm. And you actually have to drive home. It's really not fun. It's actually kind of a hassle because mm-hmm. if you're there, you're, you're there for the bars and the clubs. Yeah. Unless you just choose to have like a nice restaurant or like the museum. I mean, those, those, those trips to the city, like the field museum is amazing. Like I could live there.
0: Really.
1: The shed aquarium is amazing. The elder Adler planetarium is amazing. The Museum of Science and Industry is like we have amazing museums. So if you ever want to come here, I'll, like I'll show you around. later is a beautiful Navy Pier is great. Partying up in the city is fun if you don't have to drive home. Mm. Now, as a grown ass man, I have to drive home right. because I'm not going to waste seventy dollars on an Uber to drive twenty minutes. Yeah, like no. I just won't drink that much. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, that makes more sense. And granted, you don't want to be shit-faced in the city. Because Yo, you don't want to puke outside a club. Right. No, that, like, one, it's embarrassing. And two, it's going to piss off the bouncer who will be three times your size. Because you basically just said, don't go here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know. Like, I'm going to be 28 this year. I'm kind of, like, done with partying. I say that now, but when my buddy gets married, I'm probably gonna go pretty hard. So.
0: Well,
1: I mean, that's a good excuse, though. Yeah, I know. I'm gonna be more man. I'm I'm getting into the boomer territory where I just get trashed like every few months for a holiday, (laughs) but like I don't drink like on a Wednesday. Yeah,
0: I mean, I I don't. I've never really been a
1: drinker, so. It's it's really not fun. It's not. No, like I mean, like even like marijuana, which is legal here. Like, it's not even like, I'm like, I just get anxious.
0: Yeah.
1: And I'm like, this is just like, like, why am I doing this? Like, so like like, yeah, it's just, I mean, CBD is helpful, especially like if you have Tourette's like me, I mean, CBD really does help a lot and it doesn't make you stoned. Like, yeah. Like I have a, like, I like, I've got a bunch of stuff recently. My aunt sent me, because um Ohio legalized CBD but not THC. Which yeah. is let's be honest, that's how it should be. Yeah. Like, I mean I am I'm, I'm pretty liberal in the sense of like do what you want, but also like no one needs to get high at 3 p.m. on a Thursday afternoon. Right. Like there's <laughs> more productive shit you could be doing. Exactly. Like, if you got nowhere to be on, like, a rainy rainy Sunday in an empty apartment, by all means, <laughs> toke it up. Right. But when you got shit to do, like, you're just what you're – Because, like, when I, when I smoke weed to get high, like, I'm like, I could be doing other things that are a lot more productive. Yeah. Like, I could be writing. I could be reading. Like, I have 48 books. I have a list literally above my laptop right now, of books I own but haven't read. (laughs) I have 48. Wow. So, like, I'm I'm not buying any new books until I finish those. So, like, I can be reading. I can be writing. I can be going to the gym. I can just – I can be, like, learning how to cook something new. It's like, no, just – you shouldn't be getting high at 3 p.m. on a Thursday afternoon.
0: See, that's how I feel but when I sleep. Like I really? should be sleeping at 3 p.m. on a Thursday.
1: <laughs> oh, not at 3 p.m. But like, I mean, like I I will gladly go to bed at 10 p.m. on a Saturday.
0: Oh, for sure.
1: Like I did that last night. Like I got like I was I was pretty I ate some bad Chinese food and like I'm not going out. Like I made plans and I canceled yeah. my own plans I made. See, like I was I'm the one who initiated going out. and I'm like, go without me. I'm, Oh, that happens
0: to me. I literally planned one of my friend's twenty-first birthday parties and then backed out.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: but like forever. she still went with like everybody else. Oh, that's good. That's yeah,
1: good. I just didn't show up. To, like, the, you weren't point. like the key, the glue that held everyone together. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, no. getting getting plastered. I mean, I do think some of my best writing comes from substance abuse. <laughs> really like i like a bottle of wine or like madonavil which is kind of like a legal Adderall hmm. um mix both together hell yeah like you're going to write some crazy shit um i am a horrible influence I really hope there's no children listening to this. I want to be like okay, him, but no, you don't want to be like me. No, don't abuse substances. Don't listen yeah. to them. <laughs> like, I developed a nicotine addiction recently. Like, I am, no, just don't. Don't do it. Yeah, don't do it. But like publish me. your books with him. Sure. <laughs> That's great advice.
0: <laughs> don't follow his advice, but definitely publish your books with him. because.
1: I mean, Ernest, Ernest Hemingway is quoted. He's like, bright, drunk, and it's sober. There you go. It unlocks. I mean, it's it's interesting, too, because, I mean, like, um, I think, I think her name's Elizabeth Gilbert. Yeah. She had a TED Talk on writing, and she was like, our concept of the word genius isn't what it originally was meant. Really? Like, today, we use genius like, oh, you are a genius. You're really good at this thing. You're a genius. Yeah. Elizabeth Gilbert, she wrote Eat, Pray, Love. Uh she's like she's explaining that when the word originally came into use in ancient Greece, yeah, they believed you weren't a genius, a genius visited you like a spirit. Huh. And to be honest, that makes more sense cause, I mean, like, I'll like if I'm writing, like there might be one day where I have like an amazing idea, and I'll churn out some like like my one buddy, the one who's getting married, he said, when he read my short stories, he was like, it's like a, you write like you've been writing for like 50 years. And I'm like, that's Mm. the best fucking compliment I ever could have gotten. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But other days it's like, I, what are words? So there's definitely a state of consciousness that I'm not going to say visits you. Like, I don't believe there's a spirit that enters you. But I think there's a certain mindset that comes and goes with. Yeah. I can. I can agree with that. Like, Like, I mean, we talked about we talked about your sister before, and how she like she kind of like she's incredibly creative. Yeah. And it's like I'm sure when she's someday she's not, and someday she writes like no like Pulitzer prize level shit. (laughs) But that's like that comes and goes. That's not gonna be. You know what I mean? Um, But anyway, I mean that's that's all I really have to say. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, so uh, we're gonna. I'm gonna send you those handles. Okay, you can name drop them. Uh, thank you again for having me. Thanks for calling on. This was so. No, fun. I mean, I like, I how much fun like uh, podcasts were.
0: Yeah, they are super fun. <laughs> and that was a great conversation, was it not? I had so much fun recording with him. He's got a lot of exciting things going on. So make sure to check out Boxhead Books on Instagram. And his personal yet public account is, um, Tai Tai Sci Fi. So yeah, make sure you check out TL Overhue and Boxhead Books. He's got a lot of cool stuff going on. Um, also, I just wanted to say thank you to Tyler for coming on. I really appreciate you coming on and being a guest multiple times. Um, the first time he appeared was episode 17 when I reviewed his book Twist and Shout and Awkward Life with Tourette's. So make sure you check that out if you haven't heard that as well. Um, so yeah, thank you for coming on. Also, thank you to everyone who listens. I really appreciate everyone. I hope everyone has a great Sunday and a great week, um, and I will see you guys next time. <laughs>